Hello, this is Pat Simmons. I'd like to congratulate Gareth Jones on Speed on their 100th episode. If it had been my show, it would have crashed after show 13. Ha! <laughs> Now, you want me to record, yeah? Yeah. Standby is flashing. Do I have to press it again? No, no it'll just take a moment to do oh, it. Okay, it's recording now. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Does that work? Oh, I've got a shot of golf on a pastry. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the thing is, oh, well. we have to decide um, what to talk about, because this show can't be as long as the others, because it's going to be video. It's going right. to be a huge file. Mm-hmm. So it has to be shorter, which means there's a whole bunch of stuff we can't talk about. So, what are we going to talk about? Flav? Flav. Gotta be. Um, and the whole Renault thing. Yeah. Possibly Frank, um, Motor Show. Uh, oh, God, loads, 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 loads of things at Frankfurt. Loads of electric loads. stuff. Loads of uh, Lotus. Okay. So they're yeah. not Lotus. That's probably it. That would. That's probably enough for show. Probably all we've got time for. Quick thought, we might. Um, you won't be able to edit out quite as many flops or anything like that. Uh, more wrong for me than you two. Um, yeah, so it might just... Yeah, I've probably just got to think about what I'd say before I open my mouth a little bit more. Well, that'll be a first. That'll yeah, be might also be the first time that anyone realises we've all got Tourette's. <laughs> um, finish your coffee, and we're going to set up in the studio, or as uh, I prefer to call it... That room over there. My living room, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed for the first time, a television programme, I suppose. Is, is it a television programme or is it a podcast with cameras pointing in the living room? That would be a vodcast, I think. I think it's vodcast. We're in, we're in sort of web video territory, but uh, yeah. Web video territory. Um, he's Richard. Hello. Uh, he's Zog. Hello. And uh, you know who I am. That's um, really weird. That's the first time I suddenly had to think I've got to look at a camera while yeah. we do that. Well, we don't have it's to be obsessed weird. with that. We should talk if to each other. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this Sorry, and not watching this, then this is just going to be extraneous information. But what you should do is, I don't know, go to an internet somewhere and look up us speaking to you now um, <laughs> for the first time in vision, which is weird. So yeah, It's very odd. It it's very almost odd. like being a real teleprogram, but not. Um, okay. Renault... Crashgate. First of all, do we have to call it Crashgate? No, because we've discussed this before. This gate thing is deeply irritating. Oh, yeah. Agreed, agreed. And um, <laughs> what I do don't we know. call it then? I, I, don't, I want a scandal to happen. You know, I live up in Highgate in North London, yeah. and I, I want the scandal to happen there because then they'll have to call it Highgate Gate. <laughs> and hopefully, in doing so, they'll realise that the gate thing is ridiculous. So, no, the crash gate, I don't know. It's just, it is that Renault scandal, the, that most appalling piece of nonsense. That's the PK affair. The yes. Oh, I like that. that? The, actually, the PK affair is what Flavio Briatore was alluding to in his rather bitchy um, uh, stab back at how PK. How disgraceful was that? I mean, Expl I thought, I thought explain what this is for those who don't know it's quite possible that what Flavio Briatore alleged was libelous um, but he made some allegations about Piquet's private life uh, after Piquet had made a statement to the FIA about being asked to crash at the Singapore Grand Prix in retaliation Briatore came back with supposedly uh, legal action in France although as far as I can tell that was just Flavio talking about taking legal action nothing was ever started so that was a big lie 
Um, and he made allegations about Piquet's private life, uh, which looked ra looks rather like trying to sort of, you know, draw attention away from the important stuff, i.e. whether he and or Pat Simmons asked Piquet to crash. It's just, no, it's disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. Um, there we go. That's but it was quite go. playgroundy, I thought. Yeah, it was basically, it was yeah, Flav going, yeah. he is a smell of poo. He smells, he's yeah. smelly boy. And it's just, it was just so pathetically yeah. childish, but also the way that he couched it in sort of vague terms. And kept, there was, I can't remember the exact quotes, but he was sort of saying, uh, I'm not suggesting anything. But he is a gay lord. Hey! <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what he Shall said. Should I cover I think my mouth when I say things you're going to have to beat? All right, listen. Look at that camera over there, right? Hands up, speedists, and you guys at home, or on your iPod, or wherever you're watching, listening. Um, if you think Flav and Pat may have been guilty. Violet Berlin, oh, can we have your good. hand in as well? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not tall enough to appear on the podcast, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm barely tall enough to appear on the podcast. And you were standing on Ronnie Corbett's shoulders then, weren't you? As what? Well? What? She's crawling, through crawling, crawling on the floor. You're going to take our word for this because you can't see this, but Violet has just crawled to the other side That's of the room. Really strange. What is the point um, of video in this program when Violet crawls through frames and we can't see you? Oh, it's a lovely face, better than ours. Anyway, I'm thinking of suing Formula One for the embarrassment it's caused us. Because <laughs> if you listen back to the show we recorded after Singapore last year, we said, well done, Alonso. Wasn't that a magnificent win? Oh, the shame. That's got to be worth yeah, 30 we're, Welsh pounds. We're going to sue them for well, helping yeah. to make us look a little bit silly. Something I've realised quite recently Go on. is that I really don't like Alonso at all. I've realised <laughs> what a duplicitous little... Hey! And I suddenly, I can't remember what it was, but it slipped my mind that he completely stitched up McLaren yeah. and, and Lewis Hamilton and yeah. everyone and Ron Dennis and 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 um, what a what a viperous little. He has a ruthless streak. <laughs> so I just I just cover my mouth so like that that. on camera you you, you can't tell it that you actually said. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that someone pointed out to me recently via the uh, Gareth Jones TV Twitter thing that, uh, hmm, what is the common denominator between the shameful McLaren scandal and yeah. the shameful um, Renault scandal? And if you gave you the answer there. It's, it's a devious Spaniard. Somehow. And he claims to have known nothing in both cases. Yes, I know. Hola, this is Fernando Alonso. I would like to have wished Gareth Jones on a speed. Congratulations for their 100th episode. But unfortunately, I know nothing about it. I was somewhere else at the time. It was nothing to do with me. Lewis Hamilton made me do it. Steph Petrol with Gareth Jones on speed! I don't think any worse of Alonso myself uh, for this but but, he, but no I don't but, I just realized but I don't he like is ruthless. I've forgotten that I don't like him you know someone just ruthless. forget stuff and then you suddenly remember it's like it's like suddenly going uh, you know you, you go into a shop and you buy um, a Caramac uh, or you haven't bought one for ages and you suddenly go oh, I completely forgotten how much I like these it's like that with Alonso I suddenly with well, this scandal is reminding me that I don't like him at all I think he's a very good driver but I also think he's, he's a treacherous little uh, driver uh, I'm just going to take a little video on my telephone, of, yeah. So because we haven't got a camera on okay. uh, TV's Violet Berlin. What are you saying? So we're going to... Okay, so this is now a... Look at that. Over there. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> just to show you that the effort that's going into this. Look, here we are. There's Gareth. There's Sog. And there's and Violet look, with, got, a, with her own camera. There we've got a big Laster light thing. There we've got lights. We've got another light up there. Those are the guitars that record the songs. TVs of Violet Berlin. The keyboards. The keys where some of the musical magic. I should also add. There's the logo on the screen. Some things we don't normally have when we do this show. <laughs> Our own logo on a, on a television. It's <laughs> very weird. I'm going to stop doing do a kind of peeling back the curtain jobby there. Guten Tag, Damen und Herren, und willkommen to the 2009 Frankfurt Auto Show, the show of electric cars. This is a landmark moment in the history of this most famous of auto shows, and we are very proud that the electric future... I am so sorry. Our spokesman has run out of power. I will have to recharge him. Please be waiting for about 18 hours. Sniff petrol with Gareth Jones on speed! You're listening to and watching Gareth Jones on speed uh, to mark our 100th episode of, of this ridiculous little show, uh, which um, I'll come to that in a moment. All right, I'll come to my thoughts on the last episode. I want to talk about uh, road cars. We've done race cars. Let's talk about road cars. Frankfurt is where all the road cars are uh, this week, last week now, yes. last week now. Um, there's an awful lot of electric cars at Frankfurt. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, it seems as if even the motor press, who a couple of years ago were saying, ah, electric cars, no, they're never going to catch on. It's always going to be the petrol engine car. They're suddenly going, no, actually, electric cars, yeah, they're going to save the planet. Discuss. Well, in the first place, uh, I'm not surprised. It was obvious. <laughs> I'm also not surprised that um, there were... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's electric cars, not hydrogen cars. Of course, the electric thing is smart. The hydrogen thing is a bit dumb, I think. Discuss, um, <laughs> but yeah. So, so that's all making sense. And the thing that really caught my eye, really interesting little product announced in the run-up to the show, um, is that little uh, three-cylinder engine that uh, Lotus announced. It's a little package of a. It's a very efficient three-cylinder internal combustion engine, which will run on a variety of fuel, uh, has a little generator package with it, and the idea is that it is, uh, it's a range extender, you know, it's the smart kind of range extender, I think, this is the way to do these things, um, for an electric vehicle. And who'd have thought that General Motors, possibly the car company in the biggest trouble of all car companies at the moment, is the company who have the march on all the others uh, over range extender technology with the Ampera and the Volta, who are all, or the Volt, Volt who, yeah. who are all going to be enormously popular in America and probably genuinely popular in Europe as well. Yeah, although this is sort of, it's more sort of, you say technological edge, it's more that they're sort of, they sort of made Application. a strategic, yeah, yeah. exactly, that yeah. they made, sort of made a strategic decision or a marketing decision to, to yeah. work on those products. Uh, the technology isn't necessarily that. Uh, it's not innovative, no, no. no. It's um, just the application and combination yeah. of those two together. Um, do you On believe an eco tip, by the way, did you yeah. know that in the UK the Toyota Prius is now Toyota's second best-selling model? No. Uh -huh. And yeah. what is the biggest? The, the I, I knew you were going to ask me that, the and the answer is Oris. I don't know, but I'm guessing it's the Yaris. The Yaris, yeah, probably not the Oris. No, have you seen an no. Oris? Did you buy an Oris? I don't, I don't know anyone remember who did. if you had seen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the trouble. No, I think it's the Yaris. But oh, that's a guess. But anyway, the, the uh, price is second. 
well, at the moment. Yeah, Mind so you, the new car market is all over the shop at the moment because of the mm. scrappage scheme. I mean, mm. Hyundai is sort of Massive. challenging. Yeah, in fact, I just got home uh, this morning and I've been away for the weekend and in the post was a cardboard tube which turns out to be one of those air rocket things. You know, you just plunge the thing and there's a little foam rocket on top shoots in the air. A yeah. promotional item from Hyundai with sales rocketing written up. Oh. This is my friend Tom, who's an ex-journo, now runs PR at Hyundai mm. in Britain. Tom, if you're watching, stop wasting your money on these things that the postman <laughs> has to leave on my doorstep. But uh, yeah, they were celebrating the fact that the i20, their sort of super mini car, is now uh, outselling the Corsa and it's the third biggest selling car in Britain at the moment. That's what explains why I got one of those promotional things from General Motors or Vauxhall UK this week, which was a plunger. Yes, I got a lead balloon through the post. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, come on, yeah, so, you seen electric cars you like, Richard? Uh, I, well, I like the idea of that Lotus package thing, which they yeah. put into a Jaguar XJ, uh, you know, and that's a very logical uh, melding of a lightweight car mm. because it's stupid to pretend that everybody will move into smaller cars. Some people mm. will need or want a bigger car, whether it's for prestige or just because they need the room and they're chauffeured around. But if you're going to start making more ecologically minded ones then then this range extender thing is a great idea but also put it into the very light aluminium chassis of the Jaguar XJ uh, which is what they've done and they had a running prototype in the old XJ uh, for a while apparently but they've oh. now put it into the new shape XJ to actually show it off to the world so mm. that was quite interesting and I think electric cars generally you, you're right they're showing greater promise what I liked was that um, as a whole the Frankfurt show you saw a lot of people turning their attention to electric cars, range extenders, all these kind of things and different versions of hybrids and all sorts and, and um, obviously there's a, there's a degree of snake oil in some of them but what I like is that the car industry is sort of is, is showing the world that a big thing like Frankfurt how much effort they're putting into this and it would be nice if the car stopped being the pariah for all of the environment's ills. Cause well, it, well it has to, you know, the, you know, the car has to we have uh, to continue. Yeah. Become but it's, you know, it's like the domestic yeah. boiler industry and actually industry in general and power generation and stuff like that. Power generation. Enormous generators of CO2 and stuff like that yeah. but they very rarely sort of have the wagging finger pointed at them whereas mm. the car is almost constantly blamed for everything that's wrong with everything in the entire world. There's yeah. a car got my attention at Frankfurt, um, a Peugeot, uh, they're calling it the Ion, the Peugeot Ion but it looks to me like it's a Mitsubishi Imiev yes. rebadged mm. probably because Peugeot have a reciprocal deal with Mitsubishi at the moment, the Outlander is the 4008 yeah, 4007, yeah. Seven, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, also the Citroen C Crosser, Crosser which I, I thought a C Crosser usually had P and O written down the side <laughs> of from Calais <laughs> to Cherbourg. But, but I, I'm telling you, I, I've always liked the IMEV, and a Peugeot badge version's actually slightly more appealing to the great British market, I think. Peugeot do well in this country. Well, yeah, you know, they've, just, they've got more dealers and they've got yeah. uh, more of a, a presence here than Mitsubishi. I, thi I think it's a smart move. And I, if I can get a cable on a, my own little pair of telegraph poles that reaches from the front door of Speed Towers to a charging point where I can park the car outside, I want an Ion. I really want one. I Because I, most of my journeys, being a dad, I think I've said this before on the show, are delivering my two boys around to little things that they have to do all the time. I'm a taxi. I can't drive my big three litre in that. I can't drive that diesel Audi I've got outside doing that at the moment. What I could do is drive a little electric car for those sort of jobs mm. and I would feel great about it. So um, 
expect me to be trying to blag one of those for this show before too long, I think. Yeah. Um, just before you we wrap that, up, Frankfurt. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, no, yeah. I was going to say, one of the vehicles that caught my eye of the, of the cars that were announced, or, or, or concept vehicles, mm-hmm. was, the, was the Audi, electric Audi concept. Yeah, uh, the E, car. what's it called? Oh, it's called the e-tron. E-tron. Now, I... Blindingly that quick. That 80s film with yeah. those motorbikes on a big grid. Which they've just Daniels. remade. Have they? Jeff yeah. yeah. There's a new sequel to it. With Ooh. Jeff Daniels yeah. not in the, well, who's yeah. in the new I know one? he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's in it. It's, yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily good. We'll see. But, um, <laughs> no, but, but yeah, the, uh, the, the electric boxster was when everyone was uh, uh, calling this, uh, this little Audi. And yeah, and, you know, and you need these kind of concept cars and real cars to uh, show people that. Uh, Electric cars don't have to be boring family boxes. They can be exciting, hmm. exciting yeah, yeah, things to drive. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so well done, Audi. Like it a lot. Yeah. Um, that's it, really. That's yeah, I was just going to mention those mini concepts. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> See that coupe one? And the designer said, oh, the roof line, which was horrid, was inspired by seeing his son wearing a baseball cap backwards. Now, here's a tip for all car designers. Just because you see something doesn't mean you should base other stuff on it. I saw a dog turd outside. I'm not going to design a car that looks like that. No, I believe well, that and they've already done that already with the, with the mini uh, Crossman, haven't the they? Porsche you know? And base, basing any kind of sort of, you know, car styling on teenagers' fashion, I don't yeah. know, it's probably a dangerous area to get into. Yeah. Not, um, not wise. Is there any one thing that you remember from these first 100 shows that you think is worth a mention now that you've got on the tip of your tongue? I, I know, to drop you in it. <laughs> no, I, I have a terrible memory. It's all been a blur. Nice good fun. Yeah, it's all been a blur as well. Mind you, this is a rare recording because I've not got a beer on the go. Usually I <laughs> get more chatty and have a beer and then go home at about two in the morning um, and forget the whole lot. I think our trip to the British Grand Prix. Uh, Which one? Uh, last, last year, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight Grand Prix. Um, in that lovely little uh, supercharged Lotus of Lees, um, we had a great time over the weekend uh, with you. the Renault ING guys. Um, Thank you, Renault. And it was a fantastic <laughs> race. We watched uh, uh, Hamilton take a fabulous victory. Um, yeah. yeah, that was that. That, was that, that certainly one of my certainly one of my high points. Um, for me, the best moment ever on this programme, and Violet, you'll probably remember this as well, was very early on in one of the first shows in which you came on. So it's in like before show 10 or something mm-hmm. like that, um, where we were doing a, a sketch uh, about no need for speed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so funny was this sketch that um, we tried to record it three times. And I was giggling in fits of giggles at Richard reading this one that. I've still got the rushes for that on my computer as well, because I found them not long ago. And I was trying to find something else. Yes, it was it was the the shambles. (laughs) The word beige. And what we'll do at the end of this programme, when it's all over, I'll put up the Gareth Jones of Speed logo and I'll play you that outtake, which we've (laughs) saved, which is just uh, divine. I hope you'll find it funny. Thank you for downloading this fantastic uh, little daft idea of Zogs, which, uh, Richard, thank you for joining in on me doing this. And Violet. Thank you for providing Zog and I with uh, a photo booth (laughs) curtain to present this programme against. It's really nice, that. We've actually got stools. You can't see them. We've got stools. We spin them round to make them lower or higher. I could do a new passport photo if I just... Just hold that. Hold that for a second. You've got to be slightly overexposed and look vaguely starved. I can fix it. Oh, hello. Most of all, big thanks to Violet for letting I'm us turn the, uh, this living room into an audio and now a television studio. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much.
Yeah. You've been listening to Gareth Jones on Speed. Violet, you usually do the thing at the end of the programme that says contact us. Do you know oh, that off I by heart? I can't remember it. You can contact the show at www.garethjones.tv or email us or download the show for free from iTunes. Very good. Thank you. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. We wave. <laughs> We've always waited for the show. They saw us wave. Nice little nice bizarre gestures time. are finally being recorded. Excellent. That's it. Good nice stuff. Garrett Jones and Speed. Are we running? Yeah, running. Coming soon on the Spectrum Obsolete. No need for speed. Featuring over two thousand completely unstimulating cars. All the road rules. All the speed limits, all the traffic, with realistic Vauxhall Vectra vectoring and Sanyong Rexton texturing. Fun com- Sorry, I'll do that again. Yeah. For completely no. Oh, we've got completely already. So for normal, yeah. yeah. For totally, for t- totally or utterly, something like yeah, that. Utterly. utterly. For utterly normal driving, choose between cars like the Nissan Sentra. Frugal. The Hyundai Sonata. Spacious. Or the Volkswagen Jetta. Beige. Say beige again for me, that was beautiful. Do you want to do the whole line or just beige? No, just beige. It's probably my throat, go on after that. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've sent me. Ah! Beige! (laughs) (laughs) Have we got a clean one of those? Do you want me to do it again? You're listening to Gareth Jones on Speed, <laughs> where Gareth Jones is having some problems. <laughs> Do you need another beige? Yeah, one more. <laughs> I won't laugh, look at me. Beige! Featuring realistic free insurance offers and 5-bit vector mapping chronic depreciation. The Clive Sinclair fan club said, I've never seen so many Kias and I didn't want to. No need for speed. Drive the minicabs of tomorrow, today. From the makers of Grand Sensible Auto. <laughs> Me, that was the best saying of beige I've ever Great heard in my life. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Bang. <laughs>